3B Medical didn't know what hit them when their phone started ringing off the hook in mid-March. It turned out the calls were in response to an article in the New York Times about the University of Nebraska Medical Center in Omaha using ultraviolet light to decontaminate medical supplies and reuse them. 3B's Lumen uses ultraviolet light to sanitize CPAP supplies. Teresa and I are going to call Angela Guidis, the company's director of clinical education, to talk about the week since those first calls and the company's journey to getting FDA approval. I'm Liz Bollier. And I'm Teresa Flaherty. And this is HME News in 10 from HME News. Stay with us. This episode of HME News in 10 is sponsored by the HME Data Bank, a subscription-based dashboard with Medicare data on the top providers by code and total spend by code. Visit hmedatabank.com for more information and for samples. Hi, Angela. Are you there? I am. Great. Welcome to HME News in 10. Thank you for having me. Pretty early in the pandemic, I started seeing posts on Twitter by HME providers wondering if uh, CPAP cleaning devices could be used to clean their PPE. Did you guys also think that was a possibility pretty early on as the pandemic was sort of um, developing? So in the beginning, we really didn't have that thought. Um, How this kind of all evolved was the New York Times um, had done an article on the University of Nebraska, they were using UVC light um, to reprocess their N95 masks, which as we all know are sorely missing. When we originally created the lumen, we did it in a way so that it was really overpowered um, for the size of the drawer. So like the bulb is really overpowered to make sure that we could basically, you know, kind of kill everything that was put in there. And so when we saw that article, I know Alex had been in contact with the New York Times and it kind of took off from there. And now we're getting like tons of calls about people uh, from people about the UVC light and, and, you know, that our product is working great. I mean, this thing has just exploded in a way we never thought it would. Angela, why is using CPAP cleaning devices to sanitize PPE uh, a game changer? Why is it such a big deal? Well, I think, first of all, it's, there's no chemicals involved. It's a very simple process. Um, the lumen cycle itself is five minutes. But in working with the FDA, they actually gave us guidelines for um, reprocessing of, of hospital masks. And their guidelines are even shortened from the five-minute cycle because they know how um, how powerful the bulb is. But I think it's a really big deal because it's a very easy way to get disinfection accomplished. Um, you, you literally just put your product in the drawer, position in a way so that there's no shadowing or anything being blocked, and then it's just the push of a button, and there's no wait time after. You can take your product out and use it right away. It's the simplest thing. What do you, like hospitals and, and health systems, I mean, what, the comparison of using something small like this to how they're, you know, disinfecting PPE with without something like this? Um, I think that it's really simplified the process for them. You don't have to have necessarily anything extra FDA and, and 3B work really closely together to come up with some guidelines for PPE for healthcare. And it's literally as simple as putting it in like a plastic, like a Ziploc bag, just because it's clear and, you know, you, you it's made the process so simple. Put it in, put it in your bag, 
throw it in and and it's very easy compared to the other ways of doing things like autoclaving, which we know, you know, masks aren't going to stand up to or using, we had heard everything from like upstate New York, they were using like hydrogen peroxide and hair dryers to try and disinfect their masks just so they can get some more uses out of them. So, you know, we thought that was crazy. We did a bunch of testing. FDA did a bunch of testing. We just tried to make it as simple as possible for everybody across the board. I heard that um, even a fire and rescue department in Washington state is using the lumen to sanitize PPE. You sort of forget that many cases, these these people are the first responders. So you must be surprised by the different sort of groups of people that are using it. Yeah, I mean, we're getting calls from doctor's offices, clinics, urgent cares. And so a just about a month and a half ago, we had gotten an inquiry from the Seattle Fire Department. And after that, it blew up. We've been working really closely with them. They're a bunch of great people out there, but they have purchased a lumen for every fire department and every ambulance so that everybody has access to be able to disinfect their PPE. Do you have an FDA approval to use a lumen to sanitize PPE? We are literally on the edge of our seat waiting. We know it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when exactly it's happening. It's already gone through the review process. They've helped us. They've given us guidelines and helped us to create documents that we've already got live on the website for it. And we are just waiting for that final word, but it's coming any second now. What has the process been like? It's been pretty stringent. You know, everybody wanted to make sure that we could actually accomplish uh, the disinfection that was required to keep uh, our customers safe and and the patients out there um, very safe. So there's been a lot of testing. There's been third-party testing at, at different labs. There's been testing in microbiology, testing in physics. So it's been a pretty stringent and rigorous process that we have gone through. And I'm I'm pretty proud to come out at the end of it and say that, you know, I think we've done a great job, you know, making sure that everybody's going to come out as safe as possible. So, Angela, without FDA approval, can 3B promote using the lumen, you know, for sanitizing PPE? Or can you say it's okay sort of off-label? Or how does the company sort of navigate that in-between period? Yeah, that's what we're kind of doing is saying it's good for off-label use. Luckily, we have the backing of those FDA guidelines. They provided us with them. So we know that we're moving in the right direction, um, you know, in order to, um, you know, get that final approval. So it's we're literally just missing that piece, but we are, you know, just recommending that, uh, you know, it be used as an off-label kind of thing. How has it felt to play a part in helping to fight COVID-19? So I think that the fact that we have been able to have FDA helping us to decide how many times um, we can reprocess a mask, you know, for PPE to protect those first responders, nurses, respiratory people, just as patients sitting in waiting rooms. I think that just being able to help them, even on a financial level, get a little bit more use out of their PE, I, I'm hoping that that it's really gone the distance in, in doing our part on, on 3B side to help this become a reality for people and just be able to protect themselves kind of all around. Great. Thanks, Angela. Thanks for taking the time to speak with us and stay safe. Absolutely. Thank you. And that's HME News in 10.